Uchida. Now, uh, after uh, you've been giving all the steps, then you're supposed to be going home and doing those and uh, applying the steps and trying to reach Bodhicitta. The the very last step itself is not really a step. It's really just the, now finally you have you have the result. Okay. Now uh, sometimes people might get uh, confused as to what is Bodhicitta. Because, uh, we think that Bodhicitta is. Uh, uh, the sentiment of loving everyone. We think the bodhicitta is the sentiment of having compassion for everyone. Now, it sounds like I'm shocking some of you. But you have to understand that these are not, these are the foundations for bodhicitta. These are not, these by themselves are not bodhicitta. Someone can have compassion for every single being in the universe, but that doesn't mean that that person has bodhicitta. Okay? It becomes bodhicitta when that person has conviction that they can achieve Buddhahood. So in order for them to have conviction that they can achieve Buddhahood, they must have conviction that there is such a thing as Buddhahood. So you have conviction in Buddhahood, and you have conviction that you can achieve it. And based on this universal sense of compassion, based on this universal sense of, of, uh, of love, then you make that become your your motivation for seeking Buddhahood. And when you have that conviction and you're actually working at trying to get to, to Buddhahood with, with this uh, motivation fully uh, awakened within you, then you can, it is said that you have Bodhicitta. But Bodhicitta is not only uh, the sent... Uh, and when I say only a sentiment, it's not like it's a, you know, a very easy thing. To love all sentiment, you know, go home and love all sentiment. Then you got, it, and, and, and that's it, and you got it. It, it takes a while, <laughs> a little, a little while to get to that state where you can, where you can feel a palpable sense of love for every being that you encounter. And by every being, it's not just every human being. Every being, whatever you can put the label uh, you, you, being on, you feel that very same level of compassion, same level of love for. Even beings that are just abstract in your mind, you still have a sense of compassion, this palpable sense of compassion and love for. Okay. Now, this state of, uh, uh, of loving and this state of compassion, by itself, is already a, tr- a monumental achievement. And to, to move from this universal sense of compassion to a universal sense of responsibility, uh, when you say... Uh, when your compassion is, is concerned for the suffering of others and you, make, you take upon yourself, or truly take upon yourself the sense of responsibility, I will bring happiness to other beings. You must have uh, the conviction that it is possible. And, you, and out of that conviction, you must, be, you must see yourself striving to make it happen. And you see that the only way to actually empower yourself to make it happen is to achieve Buddhahood. So you must have a clear understanding, as clear of an understanding as you can, of what is this thing called Buddhahood. And the way to get to that level of conviction is to first read definitions that are given in text, and then after you read the definition given in text, then you try to make it uh, real for you. All those things that are describing in the text, are they 
actual real conditions that can be realized, that can be manifest. Uh, like, for example, the, one of the attributes that, that is, uh, uh, is talked about as, as far as what a Buddha is, is that a Buddha is an omniscient being. So you have to ask yourself, what is omniscient? What is omniscient? Can you, can you see yourself in that state of omniscience? Is it possible for you, for your mind, to uh, arrive at that state? If you don't have the conviction that you can achieve that state, no matter how you define it, you can define it as you know simultaneously you see all things going at, at the same time in whatever way you can be comfortable with it, but it somehow defines uh, uh, it, it, it is for you the definition of, of omniscience, and you are convinced you can achieve it. Unless you are con- have that conviction, you cannot say you have bodhicitta. Yes, you can have compassion for everyone, but it, unless you have that conviction, you cannot say you have you, you have achieved you have arrived at bodhicitta. And uh, uh, how do you know then that you have arrived at bodhicitta? So there are these things involved. There's an actual sense of compassion, an actual sense of love for every being. Uh, you don't, it, it, you, your mind is not turned off when you see, I don't know, if people don't like snakes, people don't like, uh, well, uh, our favorite, favorite, favorite uh, sentient being to dislike uh, our roaches. Okay. So, when you see a roach, the same level of compassion you have, you have for your, uh, your child or for, your, for, your, know, for the person that you love the most in your life, that similar degree of compassion you are able to, you see yourself having it for that roach. And you might, uh, before you get to, uh, before you even get to that state, when you hear that, you might say, wait a minute, to love a roach the same way I love my child, I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I want that. Now, this, uh, this level of thinking is the very obstacle to achieving bodhicitta. Or should I say, this level of sentiment is, is the obstacle that is preventing you from achieving bodhicitta, or one of the obstacles. Okay. And that's why we talked last time about once you have tested bodhicitta, you cannot just ask, okay, my job is over, and then you start saving sentient beings. You have to do things outside of the meditation that will actually enhance and nurture this this uh, this uh, this newfound taste of bodhicitta. You must strengthen it, and you, you, you have to do things to make sure that it gets strengthened. Or, or um, if you don't do those things, then you, since it is something that arises from causes and conditions, if those causes and conditions are not nurtured or not kept in place, then it will go away also just like anything else that comes into existence from causes and conditions. Now, sometimes you feel, uh, sometimes you or you heard someone who feels a sense of compassion, like you're watching something on the news and they uh, they hear a a tragedy and they feel compassion for those people. And you might think that, oh, that's bodhicitta. No, that's compassion. That's not bodhicitta. It's not even universal compassion. It's compassion for those people in, who, are, who are in that condition. And that's great to be able to have that level of compassion. Okay. But uh, you have to appreciate bodhicitta in a sense where you, you, uh, you, don't, you don't see it as something, as, uh, something, as, uh, something that is common. Not that you, uh, by, you see it as something that, you know, that is uh, impossible to achieve, 
but you 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 uh, appreciate it for for its uniqueness. Okay. Once what uh, there there should be a at the moment when you have that taste of bodhicitta, or, or you, could, uh, you could say, at the moment when you have that realization of bodhicitta, there are other things that should be occurring with that realization that will let you know, oh, now you have, had, you have bodhicitta. One of the things that will happen simultaneous with the actual experience of bodhicitta is you will have, bodhicitta is achieved within a meditative state. You cannot have bodhicitta with a mind that is uh, uh, very distracted. Okay. You can nurture those things that will enhance bodhicitta in a distracted mind. You can nurture those conditions that will one day uh, bring, uh, give birth to bodhicitta in a distracted mind. But the actual realization of it, where you become a completely different kind of being, where you are now... Have, where you are now uh, uh, a, a person or a being who has the label now you are a bodhisattva that is a monumental shift in terms of uh, the status of, 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 of your being within, within the universe okay. and what marks that uh, a monu- monumental shift is that it is an actual experience that you go through for a definite period of time that sense of love that you experience for uh, for your child, for the person that you love uh, immensely. You know, I'm talking about this moment when you have that palpable sense of love, when you either are in the, either in the presence of your child and all of a sudden you're just thinking about how how your child is, or you're thinking about that person in the presence, and then that palpable sense of love just comes up, and you and and then you want nothing. You cannot think of anything but happy wanting their happiness or, or, or a sense of compassion where, where you think of to yourself that you cannot allow you, not, you cannot allow any kind of suffering to touch that, that, that person at that moment when you have that palpable sense those palpable sense of palpable emotions in that meditative state you are completely suffused with those emotions and those emotions are not just uh, directed towards one person they're not uh, uh, like, uh, they're not triggered by by uh, someone that you already love or, or, or a person or an event, but you actually have a palpable sense of connection. You have a palpable sense of connection that somehow you you have a, a, not a, what would you call that? It's not an omniscience when the sense of you know, but in like an omni feeling or omni contact, omni sentiment. I'm creating a word here, okay? <laughs> I don't know if it exists or not. An omnisentient, where you, where you have a, a, a sense of um, 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 a certainty that you are actually in contact, in connection with everyone who is a sentient being. And you, and you have that palpable sense that, that your, your eye-ness has expanded and, and, and envelops every, every being. And you feel that palpable love that you that you once experienced for that one person, and you palpably feel it that it is directed towards everyone. And within that level also of, of, of experience, you also have that conviction that ah, you're convinced that you're convinced about Buddhahood. It is possible. I know, uh, I know what it is. 
well, you don't really know, know what it is, but you have that sense that you of conviction, that uh, a level of conviction in Buddhahood that wasn't there before. It's like it's the first time you fully understand this state called Buddhahood. And all this is happening within uh, a meditative state, a very deep meditative state. And, that, and the, 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 the meditative state in which this can occur, the, the least one, the most, the basic one, is what is called calm abiding, what is called shine. So, if, if you don't have something that's going on in your mind that you can and recognize it or that shine, and you have, uh, you, you may have this love and this, and this feeling of compassion going on in your mind, but if you don't see something along with that that, is, that you can identify as shine, you don't have yet the realization that is bodhicitta. Prior to this monumental experience, of course you can have taste of it. You can have that all of a sudden a sense of compassion, like your heart is completely, you know, uh, uh, like every being is inside your heart. You feel that something like that, or you know, those words sort of like you have a, you have a, an experience where you where the words to experience it is as if everyone is inside my heart, or as if my heart has you know gone out of me and it's now enveloping everyone. That experience, those words seems to fit that experience. But that is not bodhicitta yet. You're on your way there. And then you can have moments where you are, where you feel, uh, you feel crystal clear, crystal clarity about uh, your conviction about Buddhahood. And that crystal clear, crystal clear conviction is not yet bodhicitta. That's, those are signs, those are tastes that, that, that are telling you, ah, bodhicitta is possible because these are, I'm supposed to see these on the way there and here I am experiencing them. Okay? In that moment of bodhicitta, when you have that uh, experience of bodhicitta, you're not, you're not aware of anything else but just that feeling. It's almost as if you can, you can say that you have become an emotion that is like a, a, a soup of compassion, love, Conviction in in in, uh, in in Buddhahood. All these things are like mixed into one emotion, and it's like you are that emotion. You're not a body. You're not a mind. You're just that emotion. That you cannot quite say it is compassion, and you can't say that it is not compassion. You can't say it is love. You can't say it is not love. Okay, all these things are in there, and when you come out of that, come 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 out of that trance, you can say that state of meditation. It continues to it continues to influence you as you go throughout the day. When you see a sentient being, it's like uh, you're seeing you know the, the um, it's like you're seeing the most beautiful object in the universe when you see another sentient being. And then uh, you might it might even make you cry because you're you know like you see something that is so beautiful it makes you cry. When you see another sentient being, when you, uh, it makes you it it, it it it's like it transports you. It's like it almost triggers that experience that you have. And how do you know also that you, this idea, this, this state that is going on with it is uh, shine? You feel uh, uh, there's also an ecstasy that is happening at that moment. So there's an ecstasy. There is this monumental, this universal sense of enveloping all beings in, in a compassion and love. There's a sense that you... You, you feel that I know every being that exists in the universe. 
It's not that you really know them. You can say, okay, there's John, there's Jeffrey, there's Jeffrey who lives on planet Jupiter, there's Jeffrey who lives on, on Mars. It's not like you're, you're able to label them that way, but you have this feeling, this sense that I know every being that exists because of feeling of this, it's a feeling of connection. And along with that, there is the conviction of, of Buddhahood. All these things are going on in that mind, in that, in that experience. And also, if someone were to come to you and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, it's almost as if well, while, you're, while, while you're in the very depth of this experience, if someone were to come to you and you know, slap you in the face, someone were to come to you know, try to shake you, to wake you, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be aware of that person. The only thing that you would be aware of is just that experience. That's when you know now you have entered uh, the Mahayana path, truly, realistically, and that's when you have achieved the realization of bodhicitta. And afterwards, after that, you're out of that trance now, you're aware of the things around you. It's, it's like they take on a different coloring. It's like all of a sudden, things have a sheen to them. They appear to be beautiful. Uh, uh, everything, whatever it is, that it has a certain uh, attraction of beauty. The, way the, the same way that uh, you know, when you see something, that a beautiful painting or beautiful whatever piece of art, the same way you feel that level of attraction towards that one piece of thing, now you feel it towards everything that you encounter. But it's not that you, are, you see everything and everything is, is how do you say, uh, is um, aesthetically beautiful, but whatever you encounter, you have a, the feeling of beauty that you feel towards beauty, that's what you feel towards it. You could see something so like, that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And yet, you have a, that feeling of, uh, of uh, appreciating beauty towards it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you, you become uh, incapable of making discrimination between, oh, that's good art, that's bad art, or whatever crap people somebody gives you, 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 you buy it, you know, and say, oh, I pay a million dollars for this crap. <laughs> it's, not, it's not in that sense, okay? But more that there's this, almost like you have new eyes or something, and, then, and, and there's a, uh, if, you were, if, if you had poor vision, all of a sudden you have clear vision, okay? If, if, it's, if it's really ugly, then you can see, wow, that is really ugly. <laughs> but you're able to appreciate it. In, 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 in at, at a certain level, okay, and uh, and this experience will not just go away suddenly, okay. It will continue to to influence you. Uh, you will you will walk around with as if you you know people will ask you, you know, what did you take? Can I have some of that? People will ask you for that because you will seem to be either you're 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 out of the world. you everything will. Everything will make you happy, no matter what was going on. It will be very difficult for you to be angry, if you can get angry at all. That very state of mind, that very experience, has actually hasn't yet done away with those negative emotions of anger, those things which are opposite to bodhicitta. But it has, uh, uh, or you could say, that it has put them to sleep, and they're going to be asleep for a very long time. And for you to actually get angry, it would have to be something monumental to get you to, get you to anger. It, could be, it has to be somebody who has a very strong karmic connection with you, who probably, uh, I don't know, killed you by, I don't know, in some very horrible way, 
and then that karma in your mind is, is you know, waiting for that person, and then that anger comes up. It would have to be, it would have to be something, something as, uh, as unique as that for you to get angry towards anyone. And no matter what someone does to you, whenever you encounter someone, your only, uh, your only intention, your only concern for them is their happiness. Your only concern for them is what will, what will make them happy. And in, in your mind, you're, one, you're, 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 you're calculating what will make that person happy. You're trying to find out what will make that person happy. If that person is suffering, you're thinking about, okay, what will I, can I do to make that person, uh, remove that suffering from that person? Now, the, the, the state of clarity that you experience in the realization of, of, of bodhicitta will actually make it possible for you to find those answers. It will, it will you know, depend on uh, certain conditions, your, your karmic connection with that person, and also uh, that person's karma, all those must be involved. But still, you have a level of clarity that you didn't have before where you can know the answers to, oh, this is what will make this person happy. This is, what, this is how this person's suffering can be removed. Okay? You may not have the power to exercise to bring those things, but you, you have some clarity about how to bring it about or to remove. Okay? And along with that, when you're seeing everyone and you think about that way, so no matter what anyone does to you, someone could be, you know, uh, uh, um, no, punching you, someone could uh, all of a sudden jumps on you and start punching you, slapping you, kicking you. That will not be a condition for you to have any anger to that person. You, can only, you will only think of that person in, 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 a, in a sense of compassion in a sense of love. Okay. Now, when you have this understanding of what the actualization of bodhicitta is, then you, uh, you, think, you keep thinking about bodhicitta, you keep thinking about it in terms of you realizing it, that will give you the, the first ingredient that you need to get to bodhicitta. Conviction that you can achieve it. If you don't have that conviction first, then, no matter how long you do those steps, they will not help you get close to bodhicitta. But first, the first important thing is you're convinced. And the conviction comes from studying it. Is it really possible to have, to have this kind of state of mind where you, not only, uh, where, where a roach comes to you and then you have love for that roach, you have compassion for that roach. Is it possible for, for you to have that compassion or that love for, a level of love when the mosquito is biting you your instinct is not to go like this. Your instinct is compassion and love for that mosquito. Is it possible to have that? Is it possible to... And, and think about actual uh, people, actual uh, uh, beings that you perhaps don't have a sense of closeness towards. Maybe you can think of a politician that gets on your nerve. Is it possible that I can have... that I will love my child the same way I love this politician? Or, I mean, not, I mean the other way around. <laughs> that I can love this politician the same way I love my child? Is it possible to move to that state, to, to get yourself to that state? And what would be the benefit of, of, of getting to, the, to a state like that? Okay. Alright. Uh, any questions? <laughs> no questions? Okay. So, uh, you can do two kinds of meditation. You can do what is called a review meditation, 
just review whatever you, you heard, whatever you understood. Or if you remember the steps, go through the steps. Okay. Or actually try to get an actual, what you call an actual realization. Okay. That, now, don't think that you're going to get an actual realization. <laughs> but have that uh, endeavor in your mind without an expectation. Okay. It's not that I'm going to reach Bodhicitta by the time I, I, I get up from here, but you think that you have the, the conviction that I'm going to get realization. Okay. It may happen while you're sitting, it may happen while you're sitting the next day, and you know, sometime later, but you have conviction that it's going to happen. Okay. All right.